It's Fresh Catch 2.0 with David Dean and Dave Ron. Hey, everybody. This is Dr. Dave Ron with my buddy David Dean. It's Fresh Catch 2.0. And um, here we are, Dave. Here we are. It's January. There's not a there's not a a sun in the sky here in uh-uh. Indiana. Um, and and in your heart right now. It's hard to find some sunshine, right? Isn't it? I just don't see eye to eye with technology. So I'm, uh, I apologize to my buddy, Nick, who got me running last week. And now I'm back to laptop quality. No more Yeti microphone. So it may be, it may be best. We not even bring it up and just apologize to the listeners in advance and just say, you're going to have to listen to a mediocre podcast. Yeah. Yeah. You're right. Let uh, the listeners are are tired of hearing us yeah. talk about it and complain about it. Yeah, I'm receiving hate mail. Yeah, and there's scripture against it too. By the way, don't don't complain and argue, or you know, just quit quit Correct. your quit your uh, not not itching, but you know what I'm talking about. Quit your you know. Well, you know how when you have an issue or problem in your life, and then you go to to kind of dump that onto somebody else, you can tell when most people really, most folks don't care. What they is it? it till they what, what's the telltale sign, David? I mean, I, I think you're right. What is it you're looking, I mean, for the listeners who are maybe just barely starting to uh, get that savvy that you and I have cultivated over years, what's the telltale sign that they don't care? <laughs> well, for starters, I would not share my Yeti microphone and Wi-Fi issues with a Haitian. Okay. <laughs> like if I'm in, if I'm in Haiti, I would not tell. And I do mission trips there. Yeah, yeah. I, I used to before the the fall of the government, but I wouldn't share with the Haitian. And I'm not being facetious. I wouldn't share with them. Oh, this Yeti microphone. Ah, oh, yesterday when I was eating a steak and wearing my brand new tennis shoes. I could not figure out for the life of that's yeah. for starters of people. Yeah. But a telltale physical sign when you're dumping your problems and people either look at their phone or they yawn or they look away. See, I, that's exactly what I went to. I, it's, there's something just watch their eyes. That's all the eyes tell the story. And sometimes they glaze over. Honestly, <laughs> they might look at you. But there's something like a glaucoma kind of glaze or something on their eyes. And you go, okay. There's, you know, sometimes, have you done that, David, where you can see and and you notice that they are absolutely in it with you. They're in it. They're they're engaged. They're access to your soul. But other times it's like, I am looking at you, but I'm, I'm staring at... I could be staring at the ear eyebrow and, and counting right now. Correct. And I, I would consider you a, probably one of two to three people that I know that are a master people reader, if there's such a thing. That when you're talking and engaging, you realize that person is genuinely interested in what you have to say. And then there are those who are just kind of patronizing, like you said, the eyes are glass over going, uh-huh, uh-huh. That's my standard. Okay. Okay. That's oh. Oh. Uh-huh. 
So I would be, I would be a terrible hospital chaplain. Yeah. So if I were just to, to rate you, you gave about six sort of, you know, mm-hmm. responses in a row. Okay. But there was a, a slight difference, a slight difference. It, and the, the only difference was there was one time where you kind of, you, you used a little voice inflection, like, oh, you went, oh. That's a courtesy. Oh, if I was listening to you, knowing that I'm losing you, that would be my that would be my uh, life raft. That would be the kind of hey, maybe there's a chance here because he went oh instead of uh huh uh huh uh huh. Yeah, well, and and I just revealed some secrets to you I probably shouldn't have. What these are these are responses I would use at a dinner party or a gathering. Uh, this is Thursday the. Uh, the 19th, but tomorrow night, Friday, uh, you and Susie, Betsy and I, and our good friends, Roger and Cindy, the six of us are going to gather for a dinner in lovely, romantic Warsaw, Indiana. Yeah. And so when, when dinner conversation comes up, if you hear me, <laughs> if you hear me during someone's story, say, okay, <laughs> all right, oh, oh, you know, deep down, I, I have no skin in that story. I what, just don't. So what's I, if I'm your wingman in the conversation? Then tell me, tell me what my best move is at that moment. Oh no! Don't don't set me up. I'm not even going to make eye contact with you because no matter what is said, we're going to giggle and look at each other like a couple of schoolboys. <laughs> So, so it's a lose lose situation for old Dave here. Okay. All right. So it's not it's not that you're you don't need me to tell you to make you aware that you're being this way. You know you're being this way, right? So it's not like it's not like you need me to kind of go, okay, or it's something so like, like that 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 says, Hey David, you're not really doing it. You're not really here. Why does this like a conversation with my wife? Betsy would say. <laughs> <laughs> I just I want to be a good friend. I want to be your wingman. And 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 apparently you're just saying if you're in that mode, you're just gonna you're just gonna string it out. You're just gonna you're gonna just okay, okay. You're gonna okay it to death until the conversation stops. Well, and the reason we both know it. We've been on both sides of that conversation. <laughs> right. You want to share something. Yep. And then you've been on that side of the conversation where you have to just endure it and yep. act like you're interested. That's, that's, <laughs> I, yeah. When I, I, I'm the, I'm the one who's trying to say something meaningful and I'm getting the, okay, I'm getting the eye glaze. I'm getting that kind of thing. At that moment of my own awareness, I I'm just looking for the quickest clean exit. I'm not looking, I'm not saying, I'm not saying, okay, uh, I can see you're not interested. I'm not calling that out. <laughs> but would you ever? I maybe, maybe. It, it you know what? God bless our spouses. That's probably where I'm gonna mostly say it. Honestly, right? I'm gonna say. I was thinking. Was thinking yeah, yeah. It doesn't sound like you're. You have. Yeah, right. 
yeah. A few close friends, you could get away with that. Yeah, yeah. In fact, I would even I would even go so far as to stop mid sentence. <laughs> hey, when I left the doctor's office yesterday, one okay. of the things. Okay. Okay. Uh, you know what? I'll talk to you later. <laughs> there it is. There it is. Hey. Paul Coy, I know you're you're a regular listener to Fresh Catch 2.0. I hope you got your notepad out because this is gold. This is this is social interaction gold, brother. And, and uh, you know David, what, we're Dave Dakin, yeah, you too. We're we're going to be eating at a, 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 a nice restaurant tomorrow night. It is a nice restaurant. Yeah, I have a little I have a little story I'd like to share with you. I think that might it might make your Asian dining experience a bit more enjoyable. May I share? Yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm confused a little bit about the Asian dining reference because that's not where we're going to an Asian correct. restaurant. That but go correct. ahead. Okay. But the next time you and Susie dine right. at a Panda Express or a nice Chinese restaurant. Okay. Okay. I have okay. some. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, okay. Hey, hey. So, let me let me bring you back into the conversation with something you're interested in. Tell us about the new book you just published. <laughs> talk about me. Can we talk about me? Now I'm now I'm engaged. <laughs> no, I am sorry. That was purely humor. I actually am interested in your insights about what I might do at an Asian dining restaurant. And this is also for our, our, our nine listeners who may be interested in making an Asian experience, an Asian dining experience more enjoyable. We have a, a, we have an incredibly sweet, godly friend that, you know, I can't mention her name. It may be one of the most godly women I know, sweet, tenderhearted, salt of the earth, just an amazing woman and she and her sister have a, a little fun thing they do when they open a fortune cookie. Okay. I'm not sure if I've, I'm not sure if I've shared this or not. No, but no, whatever, this is this... What? whatever, whenever you read the fortune cookie at the end, you have to add two words and those two words are, and this comes from my friend and her sister. These girls love to do this. After you read the fortune cookie, you say these two words, in bed. <laughs> so whatever, whatever the fortune is, you have to add the two words, in bed. Now listen, this is not my idea. This yeah. is not my bit. This is from the sweetest, godliest woman. I so I, I, Betsy and I had Asian food this week. <laughs> and she loved Betsy loves to open the fortune cookies and read them. And then we laugh until tears come on our eyes. And I actually wrote this one down. Okay. And I and I quote the fortune cookie said. <laughs> Grind and shine. In bed. In bed. <laughs> Okay. So we laughed for 15 minutes. And the next day when I looked in the checkbook to see what Betsy 
had entered into our checkbook registry through the debit card, she did not write down Asian buffet. She wrote grind and shine <laughs> in the checkbook. <laughs> hey, kudos to Betsy. First of all, I have never thought about smuggling a little love message to my wife in my checkbook, in my entry. That is brilliant. That would, because, you know, you want to surprise Susie right. and Betsy with notes every once in a while, like, you know, open, you know, as you unscrew your, yes, your, your, your cap for your medicine. Hey, there's a note right. in here. That, anything. That's a great idea though. The, the <laughs> But for our listeners who may want to make uh, uh, an Asian dining experience a, a bit more entertaining after you read the, the fortune cookie ad those, it, it's, it's kind of like the, the Steve Carell, Michael Scott, the office. That's what she said. Yeah. But it wouldn't be so it wouldn't be so humorous if it didn't come from the sweetest godliest woman i know that's that makes it so i i don't know if this is still in play or not um but i'm going to i'm going to suggest to you that that's a variation uh that began at least at least 50 years ago because when I was a college student at Huntington, here we go. <laughs> this was this was the chapel game that you'd play. So you're you're in chapel in a church, and you pull out the hymnal, and all you do is you take the title of the hymnal and you add the words under the covers. That's that was it. So think of your favorite hymn, and you just add the words under the covers. Amazing grace, under the covers. Trust and obey, under the covers. I mean, it's just like, wow. Just as I am. <laughs> under the cover. exactly. There you have it. And, you know, once the game starts to spread a little bit around, and people are starting to get, I mean, the, obviously the giggles are taking place, and that's 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 what would keep you going. Uh, if it was a bad chapel experience. So <laughs> do you think, and I, and I know where my friend went to, went to college. It's a, it's a faith-based institution. Do you think some of these Christian institutions are starting to kind of like plant these, these seeds of naughtiness into the, the heads is of it, students? <laughs> I think it's fascinating. Like it is like, it's like, Okay, so here it is. You're, there's a moment where you're kind of going, okay, this is just same old, same old. I'm not. I'm kind of bored. What can I do to crank it up? Yeah. And the first thing that comes to mind apparently is some sort of uh, some sort of naughtiness, right? Huh. Yeah. <laughs> huh. <laughs> which which could explain why you were such a an amazing professor because. You're you're talking to students, and you're thinking to yourself, I, "I've lived this. I I was in your shoes. I know yep. what you did. I know what you learned. I I've, I've been down this road. I'm not only your professor, but I was also the student at one time here. So you you have like a, a little inroad there. Well, and that back knowledge, but also a little bit of a keen. I'm going to come back to uh, the kind of self-awareness in the moment when you're when you're talking to somebody 
and you notice something in their eyes, the slightest something. Now you expand that to a classroom or in your case, an audience. And you you just know you're not exactly on point. It's not really hitting the mark. And at that moment, you either double down and try harder, pretending it's not there, or you call it out and try to and and, and scramble. I'd say you you get out of the out of the situation. Make sometimes if you're really fortunate, by God's grace, you actually leverage it. You actually seize upon yeah. it and disarm everybody and you and you turn it into a, a judo move you know no you're you're right and and when i do comedy for couples and i'm talking about betsy and i from the stage when i see in the audience a husband or wife look their spouse in the eye when i say something or they you can see them tap each other's knee yep and that's that's the symbol for that's us yep he's talking yep. about us then you know but I've also had the moments where you're talking about tell me you more. And your wife, tell your <laughs> Why do you like dumpster fire stories? <laughs> <laughs> you're talking as if this couple doesn't communicate, or they just got married, or they yeah. just don't care, or you're just not that funny. It's one of the one of those yeah. options. To, but you can sense it when there's there's a connection. When you like you're talking about you you hit a nerve. Oh, so so here I'm now I'm imagining, and I'm sure I don't even know how you'd screen this out, but all of a sudden the audience of 200 people that's in the in the place that you're in has somehow been pre-screened so that every one of them, everyone that's come in, every couple that's come into a marriage date night experience is already they, they're walking into the room and they're mad at their spouse. They've got they've got an anger issue. Something has happened. Their their marriages are are a four on a ten point scale, and that's your audience. Go. So all of a sudden, some of your stuff is like, no, no, no. We you you touch the raw nerve, right? It's it's not and like you're no, making them laugh. You you hit it. That's that's the great way to to read an audience is sometimes sometimes what happened two hours earlier. Or yep. the walk from the car to the event. Yep. We've seen we've seen couples get out of the car, have words as they're walking up to the show. And you can you just like you said, you're like, uh oh. But when the people are walking in, you could probably use the same analogy walking into church. Uh you can just sense that that spirit, like we're we're ready. We're yeah, coming what in. Wouldn't it be great whether it's whether it's you in, in a comedic uh, challenge or a worship leader or pastor who who has to? Wouldn't it be great if there was some way to help those people because they don't want to be stuck there? That's not that's not why they're coming either to church or to they want to be entertained. But unfortunately, their emotional stomach is growling and it's just like it's just not working for them and they they can't get out of it. Wouldn't it be great if you had a nice, clean, surefire way to help them out of that, help them enter the moment? And, and I'm getting ready to do, I think, 11 different marriage date nights in the month of February. And I'll, I'll post the dates where, where we'll be. Marriage date night is a like a two-hour gig. It's two comedians. It's a musician. 
and it's a night to hang with your spouse. And I'm so thankful to be a part of it. But you, what you just said uh, speaks volumes because honestly, most most ticketed events in in the couple within the couple, who buys the tickets? Man, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna push back. It's it, for ours. It's it's usually the women saying, "Really, I've got I've got tickets Friday night." Really. Or I've got tickets Sunday night. So what do you and I do? We wow. look at our calendar and go Sunday night. Uh, it was football. Oh, no. Saturday night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Saturday yeah. was going to do dinner. So oftentimes you watch the men walk in, and that's why women's events are usually sold out. Women just wow. buy tickets. Crazy. I oftentimes the wife is kind of <laughs> dragging her husband to this event. It's at the church. It's a weekend. A lot of times you can just see their bodies saying, I just didn't want to show up tonight. Oh my, I, 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 I accept that correction. I, I believe you. Um, and I'm a little unsettled, I guess. I, I guess I haven't exposed myself to being like anything consequential about having that error in judgment, but yeah, I can see that. That makes a big deal to you, man. That's a, you, you, if you know that, if you know that two thirds of the crowd is uh, is there because their spouse wants them, their wife wants them to be there, then that helps you to start start to frame how to reach out to that guy. And you know, you you made a brilliant uh, insight. That could be what I open with. Mm. Hey, women, wives, glad you're here, and hey, men, thanks for saying yes. And pulling yourself off the couch to be here tonight, knowing full well you'd rather be at a barbecue watching college football or basketball. <laughs> Maybe that's the route you go. I don't know. Can we can we just get the grunts out of the way right now? Yeah. <laughs> I got a question for you. What what is your uh, what's your what's your DNA? What's your ancestry? Oh, interesting question. I, mostly uh, Swedish. Hmm. mostly Swedish. I've, I've got just a bunch of other, uh, some Germanic influences, but the, the, the biggest slice of the pie is going to be Swedish. And how did you discover that? Uh, I, I would have, I would have guessed it from, uh, my grandparents and, uh, knowing it that way, but the, I did the ancestry DNA, uh, test, uh, a few years ago too. So, Oh, you did. Yeah. Yeah, you you uh, I, I ask you that because uh, Betsy comes from a family where they're all adopted, Betsy included. Oh, so Betsy's oldest adopted sister was adopted into the Woodman family when she was 15 in Chicago. And she's always been consumed with her DNA and her history. Yeah, Betsy hasn't. But but. Uh, her sister, my sister-in-law, paid for what you just talked about, an ancestry kit. <clears throat> and uh, Betsy spit into a tube and submitted the tube, and it came back. Now, for years, she's been told she was predominantly uh, of, uh, for lack of better words, Lithuanian. Native, 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 Native American. I see. I guess wrong. See that I am. 
I am having a bad day. I, everything about my judgment is off right now. But go, go ahead, Native American. Interesting. Well, okay. if you'd listen to my if you'd listen to my stories, anyways. Uh huh. Uh huh. <laughs> she's been told for years she's Native American. Yeah. Or mostly because she's kind of a not dark skin, but kind of a darker look, and it came back. Like twenty seven percent Scottish, no, which doesn't feel like. I mean, where's the where's the skin pigmentation? You don't think of Scots laying out on the beach, right? No. <laughs> and then and then all these other percentage of these Eastern European nations, which I, when I heard the result, I laughed out loud. Oh, so wait a minute, wait a minute, for all the keen listeners who are rolling tape now, Lithuanian wasn't that far off then. No. I took a shot. All right. But here's here's my point. It, it that's that's all a waste of time to me. Didn't we all descend from some immigrant that came over to this country to have a better life? Probably Scottish, Lithuanian, Swedish, Norwegian. So then then what? Okay. Well, I'm 14% you know, Canadian. That's that's your that's your big immigration story. <laughs> maybe, maybe you guys, we all came over on the boats. Well, mine was kind of a canoe just to jump across the river. But <laughs> well, I got in trouble when I said to her, "I'm I'm probably my my family probably came down from Canada." And then the conversation was over <laughs> because that's, I'm going to tell you this right now. That's the equivalent of looking at your wife in the midst of her angst and going, uh-huh. Uh-huh. Oh, okay. So I mean, after you open your DNA kit and find, you know what? I'm 26% Scottish. Yep. Then what? <laughs> I I'll tell you I'll tell you because I uh, I think it's a good question, but there's a good answer. Okay. Now you have a world of excuses available to you that you didn't know you had. Uh, See, I I I can say, hey, what am I? You know, that's just me. I'm I'm part Swedish. I mean, that's why. That's why gotcha. I'm not so so in touch with my emotions. We Swedes, we Viking yeah. types. We just don't, you know. So when when you are at a family gathering and you say, "Oh, these meatballs are delicious," and they said, "Thank you, it's a secret recipe." Well, that's good because I'm part Swedish. Well, here's where you're wrong. I would say it in Swedish. <laughs> I would say "Good dog, good dog, taksimika." That's because that's what I heard at Grandpa's house every time we went to Grandpa's house for Sunday Swedish meatballs. Hey, can you do me a favor? Can you repeat Grandpa's statement one more time? Sure. I, you know, for the for the benefit of all listeners, first of all, good dog, good dog, which is good day, good day, and then Taksamika is going to be thanks a lot, thanks, thanks a million for the. For the meatballs, past you so, know. So put it all together in that phrase again, please. Good dog, good dog, taxamica. In bed. We are 
Crash Catch 2.0, and we will try to do better next time around.